Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Joining us now, of course, member of the Utah Jazz. He is Mike Conley with us on The Big Show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Mike, thanks for joining us. How are you and yours? Everybody doing okay? Hey, we're doing well. Thank you. Hope all is well with you guys as well. Absolutely. And hey, we're, we're excited for this thing coming up uh, on Sunday on ESPN. It's the NBA Horse Challenge. You're going to be a part of it. How on earth did this thing get started and how did you get involved? You know, honestly, um, I kind of saw how everybody else saw it on like Twitter, or, like a rumor about it. And uh, I just inquired like, hey, man, if y'all are going to really do this thing, let me know. You know, I'm, I play horse all the time, so I'd love to be a part of it. And um, they they approached me back, and ESPN approached me and said that they were going to do it and go through with it, and and uh, and if I want to be a part of it, so you know here I am, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, Mike, one of the cool things about this is that so many NBA fans have played horse themselves, right? So they can relate to this. My question to you is: Do you have a couple of go-to shots that uh, are are money? I really do, man. Um, you know, whenever I just need, you know, to kind of get my feet grounded and feel a good rhythm, I always kind of, I, I look to my, my offhand. So I make people shoot with their offhand and I use my right <laughs> hand, like shoot a, shoot a three or something like that. And I feel real comfortable doing that. And, and normally I make it and I feel, you know, that's kind of like my go-to to start with. And after that, I get a little bit crazy. All right, so the quarterfinals are going to be on Sunday. That starts at 5. Then on Thursday, April 16th, we'll have the semifinals and the championship game. As I understand, Mike, uh, the quarterfinals are going to be grouped, uh, divided eight participants in two groups. You're in the group with Chauncey Billups, Tamika, uh, Tamika Catchings, yourself, and Trey Young. Break down the uh, opposition in your group a little bit. Who faces the biggest challenge? You know, um, I'm, I'm honestly not overlooking Tamika. I mean, I, she's she's uh, obviously just going into the Hall of Fame, and she's she's riding high right now. I'm a little worried about her for, for my first round uh, opponent, but obviously, I think you know everybody's looking at Trey. You know, and all the things he does in a game, uh, he makes more shots in actual games. So that'll be uh, interesting uh, uh, opponent if I get to face him at some point. So, Mike, if I, it's been a long time since I've played horse, but if I remember correctly, you can call your shot, right? You can describe what the shot has to do if you want to say, okay, it's got it, nothing but swish, nothing but net, or a bang shot. You call it that way, and then the other person has to duplicate your shot exactly as you described it, correct? Yeah, and basically, you know, I think we've gotten to the point where we we throw in like you know between the legs two times, behind the back spin, and then shoot a fadeaway. Like it's it's, a, it's I think we're gonna get there, and and in the you know with the contestants we got in this one, so uh, we gotta be paying attention thoroughly to all the details. Mike, getting away from the the horse competition just for one second, if I know anything about specifically veteran athletes, is routine is a big deal, right? I mean, uh, how you keep in shape and and your routine, even on a on like a game day or off season, certainly. Uh, how hard was it just to have that routine, the season, everything, just come to a screeching halt on one night? That had to just be surreal, I guess. 
Yeah, uh, it was it was crazy, honestly, and you know, I think it's still something that we all weren't prepared for. Uh, just as players, you don't necessarily come in uh, to any season expecting um, that to to unfold and and for your season to be cut short um, and not know when you're going to come back and play. So I mean, it's just so much uncertainty um, in the air, and, and, and right now is you know it, it does disrupt your your you know, day to day and what you normally do and, and, and your routines that you have. And, um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, you're getting to spend a lot of time with your families and, uh, and some that we don't normally get to have that kind of time and opportunity. So, um, as, as much as going, that's going on out there and, and, and praying for everybody out there, you know, just, just, just I think it's good for everybody to be around their families. Two two part question, Mike. One is the mental side of the challenge, and the other is the physical. Like Jake was talking about, there. Do you have a do you have a routine to an, an exercise routine where you can keep in as close to NBA shape as possible? And then the other part of it is the mental side. Is this thing a drag on you, like it is most uh, most people around the world? Well, yeah, I think you know. Firstly, I think the physical aspect of it for me, I'm lucky enough to, you know, have have a court and a, a weight room and stuff like that that's that's uh, in the house. So I'm trying my best to, you know, imitate as much of you know game like rhythm and game like routines and 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 workouts that I do on a day to day basis. And um and and not a lot of people, um, you know, in, around the league, you know, a lot of guys are, are stuck. In, in their house and in their apartment, they don't have a place to go. So I can only imagine, you know, just as a group, uh, as a league, how how frustrating it is for a lot of people. So um, I'm I'm thankful in that aspect of it. But emotionally and mentally, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Uh, I think we're all we're all just you know trying to pull everybody and keep everybody together throughout our nation because it is a tough time and around the world. Uh, quite frankly, you know, for all of us to be going through this together and um, and hopefully, you know, at some point that you know, that curve gets flattened and, and, and we're able to resume at, at somewhat of a, you know, what we would call our normal um, day-to-day basis. Mike, you had uh, certainly a unique season, new new team, new location, and then interrupted with uh, with an injury, which was certainly unfortunate. But it seemed to me that toward the that last stretch of you guys playing before things unfortunately came to an end, you really started to find that groove. Would I be accurate in saying that? And does that make it even more difficult to go through this because it finally seemed like things were really starting to click for you? Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's that's really accurate, man. Um, you know, I almost at, at the beginning of this thing, you know, it was kind of made a joke to my family, like, man, it seems like, you know, everything that could go wrong is going wrong. You know, finally get get a good rhythm, and this thing hits, you know, and 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 shuts down the whole league. So I mean, it's 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 unfortunate, but at the same time, I I feel in a great place, and and it makes me more excited. To, to get back to playing again because I feel like I got a, a complete grasp of, of my understanding of my role and um, what I'm you know there for for the team and and the team and how they play with me on the court and uh, with different groups and stuff like that so I was just excited about getting an opportunity to play with my brothers again and hopefully you know that's soon what was the biggest challenge in that Mike in that whole thing what was the toughest thing um, I think that the the toughest thing was, you know, really, it was the timing of a lot of things. You know, like 
early on. Uh, didn't start off the way I wanted to start, obviously, but uh, the injury to the hamstring that came was was almost in you know uh, an identical kind of circumstance. Like I was fine, I felt good. I was starting to play um, at a level I felt like I should be playing at, and then the hamstring hits, and then you know I have to wait another month or whatever until I'm able to come back. And I was felt like I was ready to go, ready to go, and um, just had to kind of sit back and watch. And then you know you see your team playing so well, and you're not a part of that, and um, and, and you know all that all that stuff that comes along with it, and. And a lot of things just got you know out of my control. You know, I I wanted to play, couldn't you know couldn't step on the court because of you know, just trying to follow the, the routine, uh, the 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 regimen of the the team and our our trainers and things like that. To so that you know we have a long long season in the playoffs and um and so that was frustrating. So I mean it was just like it was one frustrating thing after another. I just I felt like basketball is my only release and I didn't have that for a little bit and and you know finally I got to get back out there and, and play with my guys again. And, and we had some success there before, before this thing shut down. So, um, you know, I felt much better about it. Well, Mike, we really appreciate you jumping on the show today. And for those of us that are missing basketball so much, we're glad you're doing the, the horse tournament on Sunday. So maybe we'll get at least a little fix of it. Yeah, go win uh, yeah. the thing, Mike. Uh, you know I'm going to try to, for sure. Good luck, Mike. Thank you so much. Mike Conley, point guard for the Utah Jazz. And again, that uh, that horse competition is going to be on Sunday, or at least the quarterfinals, or the first round, whatever you want to call it, going to be Sunday, 5 o'clock uh, mountain time, Gordon. And then the semifinals will be at 7 o'clock on Thursday, file, followed by the championship game on Thursday. So uh, it's going down next week. And, you know, Howard, we had Howard back on the show earlier today, and, and I thought he kind of – uh, expressed my feelings. I, I agree with him where he said, you know, the, the video game thing did not do it for me, really. I'm just not into video games, my my personal preference. But this at least has a ball, right? This at least yeah. resembles basketball a little bit. We can all identify with the game of horse. And I think, you know, when we see maybe the conversation and the decision-making going into the shots, I don't know, at least I, I'm going to watch this one and maybe at least get a little bit of a basketball fix. Yeah, I'll watch it too. As you mentioned, Trey Young against Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups, Tamika Catchings against Mike, uh, Zach Levine against Paul Pierce, and Chris Paul against Ali Quigley. So, wait, wait, wait. no dunk, no dunking. By the way, no dunking allowed. Are they so. are they going head to head like that? I thought it was the quarterfinals was Group One and Group Two, and then the top two go to the semifinals out of each group, and then the 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 Winner out of that goes to the final. So I think Mike's going to be competing against Chauncey, Tamika, and Trey Young, right? Well, don't they go? They go. They go. They match up against each other one by one, right? Uh, I don't know. That's where I'm confused. Here, I'll I'll just read it because maybe I'm maybe I'm reading it wrong. Participants will be divided into two groups of four, with the winners of the first two games in each quarterfinal meeting in the semis. Okay, so you are right. So he's going to go against Tamika, and then Trey will go against Chauncey, and then they'll match in the semis and then the finals. Yeah, it says the NBA's version of horse follows the traditional format of the game. A player must describe his or her shot attempt before shooting. A coin toss at the beginning of the game will determine who shoots first. For example, a player could call a bank shot from the wing or a swish-only shot from the top of the key. And, again, no dunking. So, 
Yeah. Um, if a shot is made, the other player must match it, or that player will receive a letter. Yeah, people know how horse goes. So I'll watch that. Yeah, this is, I, I think it's kind of interesting, actually. I mean, I'd prefer one-on-one, but uh, horse horses, these guys are all, these folks are all shooting from different places, right? So I imagine that if uh, Mike has a gym at his house, he's probably pretty comfortable with that setup, you know. You ever go into a new gym, Jake, and you, you don't like it or you feel uncomfortable in it, but your old steady uh, gym where you always play, you know those baskets, you know those rims, you know those backboards, man, you feel comfortable there. And Mike owns his, so that should be an advantage to him. No, I've never had that feeling, Gordon. I'm bad everywhere. doesn't make a difference. <laughs> You always feel uh, uncertain when you walk into the gym, huh? It's it's kind of like people who are really uh, particular about what golf ball they play. They say, "What what balls do you play, Ben? You've got Pro V1s, and it's like, man, when I get good enough that the actual ball I'm playing matters, <laughs> I'll give you a call. I could be hitting a range ball out here, and it's not going to make any darn difference. Well, I don't think it really matters so much if it's a top-end type ball, but if it's a crappy ball, Jake, Trust me, it doesn't matter to you either, Gordon. <laughs> if you have an old beat-up ball that isn't... You know, You're that, still that... going to get a seven, trust me. <laughs> okay. Whatever so you, so you, could play, you could play around with that great ball and shoot a 92. And listen, if you were to have a range ball, you're still shooting a 92. I just wonder if maybe, not that I would suggest that anybody's going to cheat, but would it be possible for Mike to go order a special rim that might be a little more expansive than a typical basket? Right. No one's coming to measure anything, right? Uh, I guess, but so, it, so I, I, he could he, he could have a pizza box sized rim <laughs> that uh, that he could shoot at. And uh, have it go in more easily. Does Mike strike you as the type of dude that would that would cheat during a charity event? Because that sounds like something you would do. No, he not... could soften up the rim a little bit, you know? Just loosen that up a little bit so that, uh, you know, you get the shooter's bounce. Do you remember, you remember when there was a, a fight broke out uh, during the Red-Blue Rivalry Classic, uh, that flag <laughs> yes. football game we did for charity, and Kevin on the air said, this is for charity! <laughs> if you're in a charity horse competition and you're cheating, well, that says a lot about you. And I don't think uh, I don't really think that that sounds like Mike Conley to me. But don't you think that's a little that's a little tricky what he's doing? He's going to have people shoot with their offhand. That's kind of the name of the game. Yeah, isn't, isn't that what they do? No, no. Shouldn't I do that all the shoot? time playing horses. Yes, of you? course you do. That's how you. That's how everybody does. Is Gordon about to criticize that? Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds to me like he's going to add in all this whirling dervish kind of stuff before the shot is taken. And if you've got to, like, uh, spin around. You know, it's like one of that those. That also I wonder, sounds like Mike Conley based on his I want, NBA I, career. No, I wonder if someone would, like, have someone, you know, how that game when you put the bat, your forehead to the bat, and you have to spin around. Pin the tail <laughs> on the donkey? <laughs> and then you got to shoot the ball afterward. 
I don't know. I used to, I had a particular shot that used to work for me in, in horse. I'd spin, I'd stand near the basket, spin the ball on my finger, and then, and then throw it in the air and, and then head it into the basket. I was pretty good at that. They won me a lot of horse games. I think we ought to do this. We ought to have a big show via Zoom horse tournament. <laughs> yeah, since we all have gyms in our houses, right? We can go down to the schoolyard. There's one in the back of the every elementary school. Yeah, I the, suppose. Just the basketball hoops. I mean, did you guys have go-to shots? I've been asking everybody, but you guys, what what shot did you were were you good at? That was kind of tricky. I I did one off my knee all the time. That was pretty fun. Uh, I had that you stand on the baseline behind the backboard and you throw mm. it up over the backboard. Do you have to hit the backboard and bounce it in or just? Uh, I was never that good. Just ah. make it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My dad did one where he uh, would head it like a soccer player as he ran towards the hoop. That's pretty cool. And then, of course, the 360 tomahawk through the burning <laughs> ring of fire was great, too. See, if I, were to, if I were to play with Gordon, though, my shot would be I would just punch myself as hard as I could right in the face and then make a layup. Just so I could watch Gordon punch himself in the hey, face. Hey, them's the rules. And then make the layup. Ouch. Is it worth it? Yeah. Oh. What, uh, what's next, Jake? Are you going to have me dismember myself? What, what are you talking about, uh, punch myself? See? Well, I would have to do it too, but it would just be worth it. To, <laughs> that, that would be the shot that you'd Only have to if make. You, but you'd have to make the shot, Jake, right. for him to then have to do it. Well, yeah, I don't care about him getting a letter. I mean, it would just be a layup. Ah. You make you, sure the uh, shot yeah, goes I, in. I don't. I don't. The, the The idea wouldn't be to win. The idea would be to you get have the letter on film punching he, himself okay, in the I face. See. Yeah, I can only imagine. Look, we all have favorite places on the court that we used to shoot from, and uh, I imagine that's a lot more difficult to find a spot where you're good from it, where someone else might not be at the NBA level. So. Uh, I, 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 it sounds to me like Mike's got a plan. Didn't it sound that way to you? He knows what he's going to do. I bet he's got his shots all lined up. The question is, when is the other person going to miss? If they, if, you know, the, whoever goes first is chosen by the flip of a coin. So if somebody else makes all their shots, you don't get your chance. I guess, uh, once again, comes down to a coin flip, Gordon, which you hate. Well, I'm. Why do I? Did I say I hate that? Or is that Austin who who hates? I hate that's the coin Austin. flip. That's oh, I despise Gordon. coin flips. Why are we doing oh, anything? Why have a competition? We're gonna have a coin flip. Well, how else can you decide? A feat of strength of some kind. It's an athletic <laughs> event, not a not a CPA convention. <laughs> Two men enter, one exits. Hey, you want to win? And, and that team gets the football in overtime. Yes, absolutely. What, you, you want a cage there's, fight? There's 55 people on the roster. You can each sacrifice a guy to try and get the ball first. And by sacrifice, you really mean <laughs> literally. Like, you know, like the times, how bad you want it, Jake? Like the times of uh, like Achilles. You know, like David versus Goliath. Hey. Like our champion versus your champion. And true, one of them may die, but the victor wins. There's the EMTs. Is this, is this the Hunger Games? What are we talking about here? Ooh, there's real possibility. There is. You make some sort of. You know, I'd talk- volunteer as tribute for the NFL paycheck. How amazing would that be? You know, we talked about doing like a biodome thing at the MGM for the NBA. Uh, Nick's basketball, have it like a biodome thing, Hunger Games style with NBA players. All right. Not bad. I'll take now, Steven uh, Adams. You know what? I'd even settle for, honestly, I'd settle for like laser tag. Can you imagine like 
two teams of NBA players playing laser tag in the MGM, like something that big, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. Or paintball? Oh, paintball would be great. Oh, it'd be killer. In a setting like that? Speaking of being killer, uh, Austin, you made it sound like if – let me say it to you this way. If the winner gets uh, $10 million, but there's a chance you might die, would you accept that challenge? Yep. One, if I say no, I don't have a shot at $10 million. If I say yes, I got a chance. You know, obviously, Gordon, you'd say no because that's about 10% of your net worth. But, I mean, Austin and I, we're just scraping by here. You're not going to risk your life for something like that, Jake. Ten million bucks? But let's say you have a 50% chance of dying. It's good to have a a big stash of money. Ten million (laughs) dollars? Yes. You would not. Yes. 50% chance of dying? Yes. Wow. 60%? Yes. Ten million bucks? 70%. 70%. 99%. You know what? My, I'm dying? You know what my daughter could do with $10 million? Yeah, but chances are the odds are against you. You're going to end up dead. I'm not thinking about me, pal. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't think you're telling the truth. I'm 100% serious. $10 million bucks? Jake. If there were a one in ten chance that you're going to survive, you're not doing that. I'm not doing that for me ever. That would be for somebody else, a two and a half year old that wouldn't have to worry the rest of her life. Yeah, but okay. (laughs) Oh, because money is the answer to everything, right? I'll tell you what. If I could provide for her for the rest of her life in one fail swoop, yeah, you bet. That's pretty tempting. Plus, the, okay. the odds are my wife would marry up after that. So Probably true. She'd, she, she'd improve her life on all fronts. Everybody would be better off. <laughs> Except for you'd be dead. I'm taking care of the people I love. That's an honorable pursuit. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but I'm not saying that you're going to win. I'm talking about the odds against you. I you understand. could still, you could end up dying and not win. Hmm. Worth it. Stay I tuned. Change, I think I'm changing the rules here. You are changing the rules, definitely. Yes. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.